Black Virginia News is sponsored by Virginia Nation Tees. Visit Virginia Nation Tees at Etsy.com. On August 31 in Richmond, Virginia, a group of business leaders who are pushing the idea of a casino in Richmond held a press conference. This will be one of the largest private sector economic development projects in Richmond in decades. Fervin One CEO Alfred Liggins. And it will be entirely privately financed without any incentives or grants or tax breaks that you usually see with an investment of this kind. This is a project for all of Richmond's. So we plan to fill 60% of the jobs with Richmond residents. Churchill Down CEO Bill Carstangen. We also plan to buy 40% of the goods and services from women and minority-owned businesses. That's our commitment. That's our commitment. We had a narrow loss, uh, and uh, the first time we ran a referendum, and the number one reason was because we are experts on media. Urban One founder Kathy Hughes. Uh, we are the largest African-American owned and operated media company in this country. This is Lauren Burke. This is episode 21 of the Black Virginia News podcast. This is going to be the press conference held on August 31, 2023 on the casino plans in Richmond, Virginia. You are listening to the podcast for Black Virginia News, the first and only platform that covers all of Black Virginia. Okay, this press conference, which outlines the plans for a new casino and resort in Richmond, Virginia, uh, runs a little bit long, so let me give you some time codes. Kathy Hughes starts speaking at three minutes. She is the founder of Urban One. Al Liggins, the CEO of Urban One, starts speaking at 10 minutes and 54 seconds. Bill Carstangen, who is the CEO of Churchill Downs, starts speaking at 21 minutes. And then the group takes questions at 48 minutes. There are other speakers, but I think that those are uh, the key moments that most people would want to hear. Hi, my name is Tierra Ward. I am the campaign manager for Rich for Richmond Wins Vote Yes. And I would like to bring to you a wonderful woman. Um, Many of you may know her. She's well known in the community. Has done remarkable things for people all across this nation. I wanted to bring forward Ms. Kathy Hughes to open us up and get us started. First and foremost, I never touch a microphone without first thanking God from whom all blessings flow. Uh, it was interesting, my very first year of being a public corporation, I opened my first annual meeting with a prayer. I did not know that annual meetings aren't normally open with a prayer until I read it front page Washington Post. So I opened everything, all of my meetings. I want to say hello, thank you to uh, the distinguished uh, members of the same industry that I have spent the last 55 years of my career in the media. Thank you so much for being here. As you're well aware, uh, we had a narrow loss. uh, And uh, the first time we ran a referendum, and the number one reason was because we are experts on media. 
Uh, we are the largest African-American-owned and operated media company in this country. And anything about media, we know. Politics, we did not know. We did not even understand how the referendum worked and what we were supposed to be doing. So we assumed when we had a narrow loss that it was over. We were invited back by the city. And when we came back, we came back with the understanding that we needed to do the same thing in politics that we do in media, which is ask the people that we're going to serve what they want, what they need. So we have had extensive research conducted ever since it became evident that the leaders, the political leaders of this city wanted us to come back and to try a second referendum. We have talked to so many people. We have sought so much advice. And what we've done is, thanks to technology, put it all together in a program that explained to us exactly what was needed and wanted in this great city of Richmond, Virginia. It was quite a wonderful learning experience for us. We are over 25 years in business in this city. But again, our business dealt with serving a media product, not building something that we needed to learn about those in fact be part of what we wanted to do. So this afternoon, this evening, I'm thankful that all of you are here, distinguished colleagues in the media. Any advice that any of you might want to share, we're still in a learning process. Uh, this is our very first press conference dealing with anything other than media-related ventures. And this afternoon is very special. I'm very spiritual, not real religious, but very spiritual. I pray five times each and every day. I thank God for my life. I was a cancer victim just a short four months ago, had a six-hour surgical procedure that was not a good prognosis for survival. And as you see, I'm here I'm on my feet. So I believe that the will of God is always going to prevail. And I just ask God each and every day to make me aware of what that will is for my life. So you will see this afternoon, we will unveil for you that which we have researched, we have studied, we have analyzed, we have diagnosed, and most importantly, we have asked God, is this what you want done in the city of Richmond? So thank you for being here. You're going to hear from both the CEO of Urban One and the CEO of Churchill Downs. Our new partner, previously our partner was P2E Entertainment, and they were purchased by Churchill Downs. And it's been a wonderful, wonderful partnership. And both CEOs are here so that you will have an opportunity not just to hear their comments, but also to talk and interact with them personally. So without further ado, I thank you for your time. And I will bring Tierra, our campaign manager, back to tell you what's going to take place with the Runner Show. God bless.
that was a a, a hard act to follow, <laughs> but I'll do my very best. Again, my name is Tierra Ward. I am the campaign manager here for Richmond Wins Vote Yes. Um, this is our campaign office, so welcome everyone. This is where we will have volunteers. This is where we will have those those phone banking parties. This is where we will listen to the voters, engage our community and get the community involved in this effort. So welcome to our campaign office, and thank you all for coming in out. Um, so when I first got the call about working here, I was very interested because when I was growing up, my mother worked for a casino. Uh, she worked for, I think it's Harris Casino, maybe about 15 years growing up. And so when my mother first started that job, it was an entry-level job. It was uh, a decent wage, but our lives looked very different from the day she started that job until 15 years later when she left that job. She now has a full career in hospitality. She's a homeowner. Things like that is why I am committed to this project. My mother started out as an entry-level hourly worker and by the end of her employment with a casino, she was a part of the middle class. We were a part of the middle class. I was afforded an opportunity to go to college, to graduate, to travel, work in campaigns, which ultimately brought me here. So this is something that's very important to me because I do understand how lives can be changed from bringing good jobs to a community that otherwise wouldn't see an infusion of jobs. So this is very important, not just to the city of Richmond, but to me as well, because I know how you can be transformed from going into an entry-level position to years later running an entire department that no one would have ever dreamed you could do. So we want to keep supporting. We want to keep growing. We want to keep spreading the message. And we are, um, we're committed to listening to the voters and turning out the vote. And what we're going to do now is we're going to hear from the folks behind this project. I've had a, a great deal of time to spend with Mr. Alfred, with Mrs. Hughes, and I've grown to love them. And I understand their commitment to this project, their commitment to seeing this forward for the community of Richmond. I am a resident here, and it is very important to me that we keep growing as a city. Every day we're seeing something new pop up in different parts of the city, and so we want to see something like this come and help everyone. Um, so without further ado, I am going to bring up Mr. Alfred Liggins. Subscribe to Black Virginia News at blackvirginianews.substack.com. Thank you, everyone, and, and welcome. Um, we've, uh, we've been on you know, quite a journey um, with this project, and we are yeah, excited that uh, we are uh, entering a new phase. A, uh, a phase of reimagining, redesigning, uh, and rethinking and reinvigorating uh, the opportunity here. And for more than 20 years, we at Urban One have been a proud part of the Richmond community, serving as a trusted source for news, entertainment, and community in Richmond. We engage thousands of Richmonders every day through our television network, TV One, through our radio stations, KISS FM, Power 92, Praise 104.7, and through countless community events. Over our two-decade relationship, we've grown alongside Richmond and have built lifelong relationships in this community and friendships as well. Now we're ready to take that relationship to a whole new level, working with Richmond leaders and community members 
to build a vision for a resort casino and entertainment complex that we believe will serve as a new economic engine for the city and a signature destination that will attract visitors from around the region and beyond. Richmond is a city on the rise. Every year, more and more people move to this wonderful city seeking opportunity, excitement, and a place to fulfill their dreams and build a better life for themselves and their families. The signs of progress are everywhere. New apartments in Scott's Edition, new businesses in Jackson Ward, new parks along the James, and award-winning breweries and restaurants in the Fan and Shaco Bottom. We want to be a partner with the people of Richmond as they write the city's next chapter. Now, it's no secret that we didn't make a winning case in 2021 to the people of Richmond. We all know how close the referendum was, and the outcome was certainly disappointing to us. And it was disappointing to Richmonders who were eager for the job creation and economic benefits of the project. But over decades of building a business from the ground up, we have learned that through tough times, you have to listen even harder to those around you and give the people what they want. We heard from the people of Richmond who were counting on us for these jobs and had steadfastly supported us. And on their behalf... We are determined to make this new project a place all Richmonders can be proud to support. And we listened to people who didn't support the project as well. We have hundreds, had, had hundreds of conversations with Richmonders about the kinds of features they want to see in a project like this and about the benefits they wanted to deliver for the people of Richmond. And all of that feedback, all of those conversations have gone into the project we are excited to unveil today. This is truly a project by Richmond for Richmond. This is the Richmond Grand Resort and Casino. Please roll the tape. Something big is happening in Richmond. The Richmond Grand Resort and Casino, a project inspired by the people of our community who made clear what they want in a new resort casino. You told us the priority is great jobs. I don't want good jobs, period. That's a gift. That's no brainer. Well, I wasn't for it last time. But this time, if they promise the really good jobs with the really good benefits and the money where it's supposed to go, then I can vote for it this time. Well, there will be thousands of construction jobs and 1,300 permanent jobs with salary and benefits averaging 55000 a year. Real careers for locals. You said you wanted a world-class hotel with more dining options and entertainment. I want more concerts, more restaurants, more entertainment. The Richmond Grand Resort and Casino will have 15 new bars and restaurants and a 3,000-seat arena, finally bringing big-name concerts and entertainment to Richmond. You asked for parks and open space that everyone can use. A lot of outdoor places to do things like pickleball, ride bikes, just enjoy the time outdoors. That's why even if you never go inside the resort, there will be 55 acres of park with trails, gardens, a farmer's market, and yes, pickleball. I'm the project to make a difference for children. I'm a public school teacher. I want that funding to go towards the kids. Well, there'll be $30 million a year for education, children's programs, and better services. All with a public security plan to keep Richmonders safe. Richmond, you told us what you wanted in a new resort casino, and we listened. 
great jobs with benefits, world-class dining and entertainment, green space, and money to help our kids. That's the Richmond Grand Resort and Casino. And this November, you have the power to make it happen. Vote yes to make Richmond even better. Richmond Grand Resort and Casino will be Richmond's newest destination for entertainment, leisure, and unforgettable experiences. It will offer something for everyone, incredible shows, exciting gaming and entertainment, outdoor recreation, luxurious spas and pools, and a huge addition of jobs and tax revenue for Richmond. Richmond Grand will be located right off of I-95 in South Richmond. We're going to take a vacant industrial lot and transform it into a world-class resort, casino, and entertainment complex. And we're going to do it without a single penny of taxpayer subsidies or incentives. A single penny. The centerpiece of Richmond Grand will be a new 250-room destination hotel and resort meticulously crafted to the luxurious AAA four-diamond standard for amenities and features. It will include high-end resort-style amenities, including a luxury spa, state-of-the-art fitness center, outdoor pools, and cabanas to relax and lounge, as well as a spacious high-end gaming floor with card games and table games, fun and exciting slots, and an on-site sports book so you can get into the action with your favorite teams and leagues. It will be the perfect place for a vacation, staycation, conference, or a special night or weekend away. The more we talked to Richmonders, the more we heard that Richmonders love outdoor recreation and green space, as you can see. We know that South Richmond has really lagged behind other neighborhoods when it comes to access for safe, accessible outdoor space. Well, Richmond Grand is going to change that with a new 55-acre public park, one of the biggest in Southside, for concerts, pickleball, festivals, farmers markets, and family activities. Richmond Grand will be a new destination for top-tier entertainment with a state-of-the-art 3,000-seat concert venue to host national touring musicians, comedians, and shows, the kind that too often pass over Richmond on their way to D.C. or other East Coast markets. We've heard that a lot. People are starved for exciting and world-class entertainment here. We will offer guests from Richmond and beyond fine dining options, including local restaurants, breweries and suppliers from RVA's incredible food scene, along with a rooftop lounge offering breathtaking city views. Richmond Grand will provide a new event space to welcome conventions, sporting events, trade associations, and faith communities to Richmond so that they can visit this beautiful city and support its shops, stores, and restaurants. We're going to provide a new outlet to showcase Richmond's vibrant art scene and culture with artwork and installations from local artists and artisans to make Richmond Grand a true reflection of this one-of-a-kind city. As Ms. Hughes said, we are a media company, and because Urban One is a media company first and foremost, and because we really want to deepen our roots in this community, we will be building high-tech film and audio production facilities to solidify Richmond's position as a prime location for film, television, and music industries and attract creative talent from all around the world to RVA. We actually have a $50 million production commitment straight from our company to this facility. So we'll be the anchor 
tenant and the anchor production engine that will bring these exciting opportunities to the city of Richmond. This will be a destination that Richmond can be proud of, and it will deliver huge benefits to every person in every neighborhood from south side to north side and west end to east end. This will be one of the largest private sector economic development projects in Richmond in decades, and it will be entirely privately financed without any incentives or grants or tax breaks that you usually see with an investment of this kind. Richmonders told us what they want. They want great jobs, community investment, green space, and top-tier entertainment. And with Richmond Grand, we've delivered that. And that's why we ask Richmonders for their support and their vote this fall. This is a plan by Richmond for Richmond. And when we vote yes, all of Richmond wins. And now I'm happy. Thank you. And now I'm happy to welcome the CEO of our new partner in this endeavor, Mr. Bill Karstangen. Churchill Downs is a premier name in racing and entertainment. They're known around the country and around the world for creating and operating top-tier venues that deliver real value to their host communities. And Bill is going to tell you more about exactly what Richmond Grand will do for this city. Bill? Follow Black Virginia News on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Black Virginia News and on TikTok and Twitter at Black Virginia News. Send comments and tips to blackvirginianews at gmail.com. Alfred, thank you, and thanks to Ms. Hughes as well, not only for that introduction and for, and for her earlier remarks and, and Alfred's uh, earlier remarks, but for having the passion to, to conceive the vision for this project and then sticking with it and sticking to it, sticking through it through a setback. I just want to echo how much I, I agree with one of the fundamental themes here in that in business, things don't always go the way you want the first time. you got to learn your lessons. Look for ways to improve. Look for ways to do things better. Put your ego aside. Put put the pain aside and go out there and get it done the second time. So we're grateful to be invited into this, and I'm grateful for the passion and commitment you've shown to this project so that we get a second chance to do this uh, and get it done this time. So uh, we are so excited and honored to be a part of this, of this team and this project. I want to thank all of you for being here today with us. I'd really like to thank the city of Richmond, the people of Richmond, as well as the legislature of Virginia for the opportunity for all of us collectively as a community to pursue this special project. Uh, this is really going to make a difference in this community. It's going to bring a lot of jobs, a lot of economic development, and a series of unique and new entertainment options for locals and for tourists. And a big part of this is bringing people from outside of this community to Richmond. It's, it's not only about giving Richmonders more to do and new things to do that they don't currently have. It's about bringing people from the surrounding area and from far away to see what Richmond has to offer, not only at our facility, but in the city itself. So I'd like to tell you a little bit about Churchill Downs Incorporated and a little bit uh, about me. Uh, we're, we're new to Richmond. We're based in Louisville, Kentucky, but we have operations all over the United States. We are most famous for our namesake racetrack, Churchill Downs, same name as our company, Churchill Downs Incorporated, Churchill Downs Racetrack, which is the home of the Kentucky Derby. 
uh, the most exciting two minutes in sports, the run for the roses. And a lot of people don't know this, the longest continually run sporting event in the United States. We're very proud of that. Next year will be our 150th Kentucky Derby. We, we hope some of you, uh, you, some of you can make it there. We'll definitely throw a huge party here in Richmond. Um, we recently purchased Colonial Downs right nearby in New Kent and have already made huge strides in building out the national racing profile of Virginia racing, which is historically a huge presence in the U.S. horse racing scene. It's fallen off over the last 20 years, but we're bringing it back in a hurry, and that's been, that, that's been a, a fun passion for us as well. So while our roots are in horse racing, today we are one of the national leaders in gaming and entertainment, and a publicly traded company with an enterprise value approaching $14 billion. While there aren't many companies that can say that they've been around for 150 years, there are even fewer that can match the growth and the value creation that we have over the last decade. So we're a company that needed to change ourselves. Horse racing was historically a huge business in the United States, and it's still an important business. But our company changed as the times changed, and we've developed a lot of new projects and a lot of expertise to change with the times. Today, we have 28 industry-leading gaming facilities across 13 states, including the top revenue-producing gaming properties in several important states. A big part of our success in the entertainment and gaming industry has been developing product, uh, properties from the ground up. It's, yes, we've done some acquisitions like the P2E acquisition, which led in part to us being here today. But foremost, what we've done really well is we've built things from the bottom up. Uh, we currently have approximately $1.5 billion of outstanding construction product, uh, projects, state-of-the-art projects underway as we speak. And that doesn't include what we're talking about here. So we have a lot of expertise and a lot of experience and a lot of size that we can bring to this project to make sure uh, it contributes to the success. We have a model that works and delivers for our guests and our host communities. That's why we've grown so quickly and successfully over the last decade. We are builders and operators of gaming and entertainment venues. That's the value we bring to this project. That's what we do every day. That's what we're good at. Uh, from a personal perspective, I've been with Churchill Downs Incorporated for 18 years. I've been the CEO for nine of those years. Uh, I love my job. I love this company. I've, I've put my heart and soul into it. Um, I live in Louisville, but growing up, uh, my family lived for many years in Virginia, and that's where I went to high school, uh, a little uh, further up north. I know the state very well, and I'm thrilled to be back. We're, part, we're honored to partner with Urban One and the people of Richmond to deliver what we are confident will be a premier resort and entertainment destination. The extraordinary top-tier amenities and features highlighted by Alfred are but a small part of the incredible value this development will bring with it to this community. When I think of this project, what excites me the most is always the people. The 1,300 resort jobs, mostly union jobs, that will come with, with this project that will average $55,000 in annual compensation with benefits that include health care and retirement, these are very high-quality jobs. These are good jobs. These are good living wages that will support families and elevate Richmonders into the middle class. The project also delivers thousands of good-paying jobs during construction, 
allowing young people in Richmond the opportunity to begin a lucrative and rewarding career in the building trades. They will build for this community a world-class gaming and entertainment resort with something for everyone. As Alfred said, this is a project for all of Richmond. So we plan to fill 60% of the jobs with Richmond residents. We also plan to buy 40% of the goods and services from women and minority-owned businesses. That's our commitment. That's our commitment to this community. This will be one of the largest private sector economic development projects in Richmond in decades. And as Alfred said, it will be done entirely with private financing. There aren't any government incentives or any, aren't any grants or tax breaks that usually go along with, it, with an investment of this kind. This is all our money that Urban One and Churchill Downs are going to put into this project. The Richmond Grand will generate at least $30 million in tax revenue every year for Richmond. That's $30 million every year to invest in a stronger, safer city with better funded schools and services, especially for Richmond's children. Both Churchill Downs and Urban One have a long history as responsible corporate citizens. I encourage you to look at um, our website and some of, uh, some of the press about our company. A commitment to our, to our host communities is a huge part of our uh, corporate ethos, why we do these projects, how we think about our involvements in communities. Uh, we always view everything we do as a partnership with our community. We are there at the behest of the community. We are invited in the communities. So always meeting our promises, always delivering on what we said we would do is part of the ethos of our company, and it's part of the success because we've been able to do so. Uh, with this project, we as a group plan to invest at least $16 million in charitable giving with trusted community partners to support education, workforce development, affordable housing, and entrepreneurship in Richmond. This is on top of and in addition to the $30 million a year in annual tax revenue that will be generated by the projects. Um, so I hope I've uh, conveyed a bit of the passion that we feel about this opportunity, about the humbleness we, we feel about being invited into this community to have a chance to, to work and be a part of this community, to be a part of, uh, of a partnership with Urban One and the vision that they've created for, for Richmond. Um, we're excited about the buy-in we've gotten from Richmond as we've designed the project from the ground up, and we hope that Richmond will vote yes this fall for good jobs and a stronger city. I want to thank you again, people of Richmond, uh, the mayor, the city council, the Virginia legislature. We're going to make you proud. Thank you. CEOs, we appreciate both. Whoop. I'm not as tall as you, Bill. <laughs> so bring it back down. Uh, so up next, we're going to have Dee Collins. She's coming to us from MGM Grand in Maryland. She's going to say a few words about the project and give, give her a listen. Hi. Hello, everyone. It's a pleasure being here. First of all, my name is Dee Collins. I work at MGM National Harbor. I'm a member of Unite Here, Local 25, and I have really good benefits and wages at my job um, at MGM. It has allowed me to take care of myself, my family, and also purchase my first home. I have amazingly affordable health care, which is employee-paid health care, and even a pension plan that I can retire on in the future. Um, citizens in Richmond deserve a good job like I have. OK. 
Okay. Um, this project will deliver real benefits for every part of Richmond, and it does not use a single penny of taxpayers' money. In addition to the 1,300 permanent career opportunities, um, this project will create thousands of well-paying jobs during the construction process as well. These are the kind of well-paying careers that can support a family and strengthen Richmond's middle class. I personally support this project and believe that Richmond residents will too. This is a huge opportunity here, and I hope the city votes yes. Thank you. Thank you, Dee, so much for touching on how lives get changed uh, by these types of projects. So next, we're going to bring on Ms. Sasha Williams. She is a Richmond resident who is excited about the job opportunity that can come to Richmond. So let's hear from a, a local Richmond resident about this. Come on. Hello. I'm so excited to be here today. <laughs> um, my name is Sasha Williams. I'm a Unite Here member with Local 23. I'm also a resident of the 8th District. Okay. <laughs> I'm here to address you today in support of the casino, for starters, the opportunity it provides. I know firsthand from my community there aren't many jobs available. Um... Oh, I'm sorry for the nerves. <laughs> there aren't many jobs available. I actually have a neighbor that stops me every day. And we talk about the casino and how so many of the residents in our community support the casino. Um, we need good jobs. We need jobs with good benefits. We all know in today's climate, everything is so expensive. I myself struggle from time to time. If there is an opportunity that we can get out and provide for our families, provide for our kids. I am a mother whose daughter attends Richmond Public Schools, and I know how critical this casino is to the funding of schools, better education, providing for our families. I cannot state how excited I am for this casino. And I thank you all for allowing me to address you all today. And hopefully we can make some good memories you know, and it, it, have some fun. Memories last. We all remember those memories, and this casino will provide that. So thank you all very much. <laughs> thank you so much to Miss Sasha Williams. That was great. Next, we're going to bring on Liz Turner. Oh, she's coming from the other side. We're going to bring on Ms. Liz Turner. She's also a Richmond resident. Uh, she knows that Richmond needs jobs, and she's going to give us a quick little message about that. So go ahead, Liz. Um, my name is Liz Turner. Good evening. I live in the 2nd District on the north side, and I've lived in Richmond for almost 30 years. Uh, when this project was first proposed, I was not in favor of it. Um, they were going to build one on that little bitty stretch of Lee Street where there is no in and out and it didn't make any sense and I just voted against it. Uh, but I've spent more time, I've actually wrestled with it these two years um, about what the city needs and the people need and I think that what Richmond needs is more good paying jobs with living wages and to support families. Good paying jobs that allow Richmonders to support themselves and their families without having to hustle and hold down two and three jobs, which I have done myself with 18 hours of school. 
My church runs a food pantry program that supports around 200 families. Uh, nearly every family that we serve is a working class family where the head of household has a job but is nevertheless right at the edge of financial insecurity. Yeah, you should come and see the line sometime. So when I learned this project was going to create 1,300 well-paying jobs with benefits like health care and retirement and living wages that will provide a pathway to the middle class, I said, I can be on board with that. But the other thing, and I have a memory of you where this is concerned, it's important that the voters listen to the voices of our neighbors who are closest to it, those on the south side. They are the biggest supporters. My feeling is, I'm in the second district. Who am I to say what your district is can and cannot have? And two years ago, or leading up to two years ago's vote, you said at city council, and I remember it very well, that you had been, and the word was inundated, that you used with texts, phone calls, and emails saying from your constituents that you had to have this, that you had to let it pass, we want this, and everything. So again, who am I to say that, you know, I live on the north side, you know. <laughs> so we have an opportunity as a city to give more of our residents a shot at the good-paying jobs that will allow them to support their families and provide a pathway to the middle class. That is why this year I will be voting yes. Subscribe to Black Virginia News at blackvirginianews.substack.com. That's a former no voter that is now yes. Because who is she to decide what to do for the South Side? So thank you so much, Liz, for that. Uh, and Next, we're going to bring up Kelly Crowder, and she's a Richmond educator who, uh, who understands what our children need. She spends every day in those classrooms, and much like all of the wonderful teachers I had, she cares about us. So let's, let's get her here. Good evening, everyone. Well, as she stated, my name is Kelly Crowder. I live in Richmond City, and I am a very proud mother and public school teacher here in the city. You know, I became a teacher because I believe in the power of public education to change lives and to give our kids the best shot to fulfill their true potential. Every day I see a lot of needs in the lives of my students and in our schools. Some students may come from a household where instruction and support isn't available because a parent is away from home working a second or third job to keep or to help keep a roof over their heads. Some children may need additional enrichment and tutoring to make up for learning loss or because their educational foundations just aren't as solid as they could be. And while we've made significant progress in recent years, too many of our children still have to learn in buildings that need major improvements inside and out. So to me, we should embrace any opportunity we have to strengthen our schools and to give our kids the best shot at, at succeeding in life. This project offers our city an opportunity to invest in the success of our young people and to give more Richmond families a more stable and fulfilling life. The city of Richmond and our children will benefit from having more parents who can make a living wage, 
and dedicate more time to them and their success at school. That's why these 1,300 jobs with an average of $55,000 in wages and benefits will be so important. The city of Richmond and our children will benefit from having an extra 30 million to invest in our city, particularly our schools and services for our children so that they can enter school ready to learn and learn in classrooms that provide a healthy, comfortable environment. And the city of Richmond and our children will benefit from new outdoor recreation opportunities so they can get, a, get outside and play safely and just be kids. So to me, this project represents an opportunity that Richmond should seize, especially if we care about the future of our city's kids. I hope Richmonders will join me in fully supporting this project for more good jobs and for more revenue to support our schools and our kids. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kelly. Those were wonderful words. And finally, we'll bring up Brian Anderson with our Chamber RBA. Thank you. Thank you, Tia. Those that know baseball know I'm, I'm in the right spot because my, my years of playing baseball was always last in the lineup. So this is perfect. Um, good evening. This is a wonderful time to be It's exciting. We'll start with thinking my folks to the left, uh, Council President Jones and uh, Councilwoman Lambert and Anne Francis, uh, uh, <laughs> Councilwoman Trammell, Anne Francis Lambert, to thank them for the courage they've shown the last few years, not just this project. I want to go a little broader for a minute, but this is critical. I'll get back to it. Really looking at economic development, looking at economic prosperity and in a totally different vein. We have got tremendous momentum here that's going to allow these projects to bring that inertia, that catalytic energy, that momentum, whichever term you're happy with, to make sure that we've got not only good places to go visit and eat and entertain, but also we've got places to go to work that are fun to, to be at and earn the livings that these great companies can provide. So thank you, Councilwomen and Councilman President, for giving us this opportunity. The Chamber RBA, the Regional Chamber of Commerce, as the voice of business, takes it very seriously. When we talk about something, we want to make sure that we're truthful and that we're also looking at the modern conditions. We're not uh, just looking at something through a traditional business, uh, business view, but is it really the type of thing that we want to be a part of to make something successful in our city and in our region? So we think about this particular enterprise. We join the residents in supporting the planned Richmond Grand Resort and Casino. Just let me say that again, Richmond Grand Resort and Casino. I mean, is that not beautiful? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we, I mean, I spend a lot of time going to conferences and meetings and they're typically in other places with resorts. I'm ready to have and host people here in Richmond at a resort. So thank you, uh, Churchill Downs and Urban One, Bill and uh, Alfred and Ms. Hughes for, for, for believing in Richmond not giving up on us, giving us a chance to, um, to show you that we can get something across the finish line because our residents want this as a place to be employed. They want this for a place to entertain their families and to bring visitors to. So the Richmond Grants can be a powerful force for job creation. You've heard that, you know, creating 1,300 good paying jobs with good benefits, working in, you know, again, world-class facilities. But what's important about that catalytic investment is what it's going to do as far as a pull through gives us a chance to work with our community colleges, our four-year colleges and universities, and our eighth grade through 12th grade students to give them that view of what's possible. 
They can be an entry-level position that helps them get through school, all the way up to being the general manager of this particular resort. That's the kind of promise we owe our citizens, we owe our students, and we owe our families. So we are excited about the chance of what this will do on economic development. We're also excited to see that you know, include that in this hiring and this procurement goals that they're going to support our small businesses. We've worked for the last uh, 18 to 24 months on economic mobility, specifically trying to identify black and brown businesses in addition to women-owned and, and veteran-owned to make sure that we know who they are, what their goals are. If they're $100 million already, great. But if they're at $1 million in revenue, want to get to 5 or 10, how do we help them? These types of investments make that possible. So anything we can do for our, for our SWAM uh, vendors, our SWAM businesses, these projects make that happen. Again, thinking about our, our, our local restaurants and brewers and suppliers, these companies also get a chance to partner with Alfred and Bill to, to build this uh, together. There's not gonna, they're not going to bring in restaurants from all over the country. They're going to work with the culinary scene that's already here in Richmond. That's going to be power for us at the Richmond Grand. We also believe this $30 million in tax revenue can be, again, catalytic. Rarely in government do you have a chance to have that type of revenue be able to use for one, two, or five, or ten purposes. It's usually already going towards streets or schools or fire, uh, fire protection or any of those other things that these folks have to do. This is a chance to take, an, uh, take a one-time and an annual revenue source and put it toward those things we need the most. So we are, again, extremely thankful to, to Bill and, and Alfred for making this type of investment possible, making us a stronger, safer city, better schools, better services, and also giving our young people, again, a chance for seeing what their future can be right here in Richmond. You know, we nobody's uh, spoken to tourism exactly. Uh, Alfred and, and Bill certainly are in that industry. We've got a really vibrant tourism scene already here. Why can't we add one more tool to the toolbox to bring another 225,000 people at least? So if I look at the numbers correctly, this, would, this particular destination would be a top five destination for us in year one. So in addition to a botanical garden, museums, and, and, and art venues, we're going to have another place for 300,000 people or more to enjoy. So Chamber RBA believes that Richmond Grant is the right project for Richmond at the right time. As a city, we have to seize this opportunity. I've been in economic development a long time. I have never seen a project that required zero public dollars. Never. They always require some type of incentive. And again, applaud these gentlemen and Ms. Hughes for making Richmond uh, the type of investment they're willing to do without those types of usual incentives. So as in, as a city, we've got to seize this opportunity to create this good jobs, generate these millions in revenue, and enjoy these significant community benefits through a project like this. So I look forward to working with these groups to making the Richmond Grand the premier destination in Virginia, but also the premier destination resort throughout the country. So we're proud to support Churchill Downs, Urban One, in their efforts to bring this uh, uh, Richmond Grand to RVA, and we urge all Richmonders to vote in support of this opportunity. Thank you for your time. So uh, I want to thank the, the speakers who've uh, joined us here at the press conference. So um, I was going to save my uh, thank you and acknowledgments to our city council um, members that are uh, are present because I've been, we have been, this company has been on a journey with you all from the very beginning about this project, um, the location, the amenities, what it brings, what it does for the people of Richmond, um, and we uh, and we've also been fighting to keep this 
here as an opportunity for the people of Richmond. So this has been, I would say, a three-year um, relationship. And so, uh, Councilwoman Trammell, thank you for your continued uh, passion and 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 tenaciousness and never giving up. You know, for this opportunity for your constituents, Councilwoman Lambert. Thank you so much also for your tenacity and your support. And President, you know, Mr. Jones, thank you again uh, as well. Uh, it has been a very uh, collaborative uh, effort through trials and tribulations. And we are here again with a reimagined, redesigned, rethought out with feedback from the community uh, that brings you the Richmond Grand Resort and Casino. So with that, me and uh, uh, Bill, you're here to answer, you know, you know, two or three questions from uh, the, the, the the media here. If you have some, yeah, I said, well, that's what I was at. Two or three, two or three. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, do we have anybody who would like to uh, to ask anything? Um, Kate Andrews, I'm from uh, Virginia Business Magazine. Um, how are you? campaigning differently this time compared to 2021? Um, it's, like, it's, it's, it's a, uh, I, I would say it's a completely um, different campaign apparatus, complete with um, entities that specialize in referendums and how to communicate with people about benefits of the referendum as opposed to just the idea of just a project. So I think that you will hear us talk more about why this project is good for all of Richmond and not just a specific part of it and what the funds can do to lift up the entire city. We also have new partners uh, in this goal. This, you know, the research that we've done says that the most important thing that people think that this brings are the jobs. And so we've intentionally partnered with labor. You know, um, you've heard from Unite here. We're doing the same thing with the, uh, with the building trades because we want those stories to be told by the people that are going to benefit the most, but also from people who have had a history of seeing these benefits. Um, and we are also going to take this message to every district yeah, in the city and not just select a district because again the benefits of this project are going to be uh, from every uh, for everybody so I think you'll see us spend more time on, on 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 content and not just firepower I know that last go around we bought every billboard you know in the entire city and you know uh, and it was probably annoying right <laughs> uh, and, and 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 the problem is is we should have been talking to more people as opposed to advertising you know, to more people and that's uh, we, you know, we're, we're not talking about, you know, the difference in the, in, in, in the budgets this time and last time. I mean, the, the reality is, is that we're going to invest what we need to get the proper message to as many people as possible. And so, you know, um, it's just like when we decided that we were going to build the facility, you know, we didn't say, no, it's got to be a two-star hotel because we got a budget. If the city really thinks that it needed a four-star hotel, we wanted to make sure that we delivered that, so. Can I ask, like, when you talk about feedback from the community, how did you guys kind of gather that? And then did you talk to people in South Side who live there mainly? Yeah. So, so um, we, first of all, we, we, you know, 
we operate in this community on a, on a weekly basis, Urban One does. So it's community events, you know, whether it's the 804 Festival that was here or the Jazz Festival. Um, but it's a, it's, it's a small town, so I, you know, you can always, you know, find out when people are you know, doing surveys. And we've done a lot of surveys about what people want from a project like this in terms of amenities. We've done a lot of surveys about what people want the uh, funds to be used for, um, what they believe and what they don't believe. So uh, we've, and, and those surveys are live surveys. We're talking to real people. And some of them are actually online where we're showing them the renderings that you've seen versus other you know, options for renderings. And we get their feedback for what um, uh, they find most appealing. And the, the name branding is not an accident as well. There were a number of options. Which options actually are the most appealing to Richmonders? And we found that a local connection had more of an appeal than the name of a company, whether it's urban, even if it's our company, you know, um, because we want this to be a resort that is designed by Richmonders for Richmonders. Yes, sir. If I can just add, we weren't part of the last process, but um, the open-mindedness and the commitment to improvement that, that Urban One showed to the new process was, was really admirable and really uh, 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 just what we needed. So this was about an exercise in learning. I mean, to to uh, have a project where you're going to bring a $600-plus million investment into a community, most people like that. Most people like that. But it's a question of, well, why did they like it? What is it about that kind of investment that will make the community better? And I think Alfred, uh, Ms. Hughes, just brought a complete, uh, uh, let's, start with, let's start over with all our assumptions and let's just listen to what people tell us. Let's do focus groups. Let's do man on the street. Let's go talk to people and figure out how to reshape the project, how to morph the project. Where, where it's required, but take the feedback of the people, the people who will be the beneficiaries of this project, take their feedback, listen to them, and, and put it back into making a better project. What do you think the biggest hurdle you guys are facing right now when it comes to pushback from voters that may stop you guys from having this passed in I really think about it, if I could, I really think about how do we get out our message? And I, I know there's an instinct to want to play defense to, to want to counter negativity, but really the only way that this referendum gets done and is successful is that we take the message to the people of Richmond of why this will make your community stronger and better. That's that's the message we have to we have to deliver. That's the feedback we've gotten from people, and that'll be our focus. Why does this make your neighborhood better? Why does this make your schools better? Why does this make your local businesses better? Why does this make the amenities available here in the city to uh, Richmonders and to tourists who comes in, who come in to visit Richmond? Why does this make the experience better? And if we can answer those questions succinctly and clearly, we're going to win this referendum. How do you respond to people that say, you know, we made our voices heard once. Why are we doing this again? Well. The people of Richmond deserve the chance to vote on this project. They deserve the chance, a chance to see the feedback that's gone into this investment to improve, um, to improve the offering. They deserve a chance to take a look at how this is different and how this is better and how we've learned collectively to deliver more value to the people here. So they deserve that chance to, to 
uh, vote for themselves and be convinced themselves that this is better, this is more comprehensive, this delivers more for this community, more for the, the, the people that live here, and attracts more people to come here uh, than the proposal put forth a couple of years ago. And, and it's not just us. I think the city itself is also, you know, um, in a different, you know, place and, you know, will ultimately be more intentional, you know, about the uses of the funds. And you'll probably hear more about that, you know, in, 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 in the near future. So I think everybody learned uh, a, a, a lot about uh, intentionality, transparency, and listening. And this is a new project on all levels except for the location. And the reason the location works is because it doesn't encroach on anybody's neighborhood. We're taking industrial land and we're building something where there's nothing now. And, uh, and, it, and it was always the best place to build it. And so, um, but everything else is completely reskinned and it's a new project to vote on. All right. Yep. Thank Thanks. you. Thank you so much. We'll be around for a bit, too. Thank you all for coming. Okay, that's it. Episode 21 of the Black Virginia News Podcast. That was the press conference from the leaders who are pushing for a casino in Richmond, Virginia. That press conference took place in Richmond on August 31, 2023. This is Lauren Burke. We'll be back really soon. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Subscribe to Black Virginia News at blackvirginianews.substack.com. The podcast for Black Virginia News is a product of Win Digital Media and is produced by the team at WDM LLC.